Lambed away. There's Gaze. Got a rally. You pass to That's what we've been waiting for. Unbelievable timing on it. And it's the Tigers straight away. Gaze. Elliot. What a start. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Listeners, and welcome to Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast, NBL Super Coach Edition. I am your host, the Super Coach Hawk, sitting here with my good friends and the experts of this show, SC Matrix and Hammer. Welcome, boys. Matrix, take us through a little bit of what's going on today's show. Oh, mate, we are going to cover the first four Blitz games um, and we're going to run through any changes that have popped up in our teams. And I've just thrown it all. I've thrown the toys out of the cot. Um, um, I, was, I, was, I was like Hammer's kid today. I've thrown the toys out of the cot. God, I haven't been to sleep and I've just changed everything. Speaking Fuck of them. no sleep, our expert, Hammer, welcome back. I'm sure you've been sitting watching a little, little bit of the Blitz, have we, mate? I've been trying my hardest. Uh amongst trying to get a one-year-old to sleep, but it's, it's been a massive weekend. I, I ended up going down to the games last night and, and journeyed back this morning, so plenty to talk about. Let's get into it. Before we do, I must mention our sponsors. We are brought to you by The Standard Squeeze. Make sure you use the promo code INSIGHT15 for all your discount needs with The Standard Squeeze. And also Ryan Hammond from Astute Newstead. Make sure you hit up Ryan for all your financial needs. Ryan at Astute Finance in Newstead. And before we dive into the first game, I must mention, guys, we have over 120 people currently in our league right now, but it's unlimited. And what unlimited means is jump in, don't miss out. We'll be giving so many prizes away weekly, weekly top scores, who's sitting at the top of our ladder, who's doing good things. You'll be getting some fun standard squeeze packs sent your way. So make sure you grab your pen, get into our league code, 680481. That number again, 680481. And I'm looking forward to at least being in the top five because I'm pretty stoked and excited to show you where my team looks like. And I think I'm going to be leaving it alone. I'm going to be leaving it alone, but we're not there yet. Let's dive into the first game. Jack Jumpers versus the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Jack Jumpers getting up 97 to 84. The name that's standing out for me at the moment is their new recruit, Tyler Cook, 18, 11, four, three blocks, six turnovers. Matrix, I'm going to throw to you first, mate. What else did you see in this game? And is Tyler Cook the real deal? I mean, like maybe they went, obviously they went to him because Source wasn't there. Um, but he's out for an extended period, but there was no Mitch Creek in this one either. So, um, yeah, whether whether they just went to him a bit a bit more than usual, but Hammer was at the game. How's Tyler Cook looking real life? Man, he passes the eye test. This guy was a man-child, legit. He was throwing it down with authority. I mean, he was playing against guys like Marcus Lee, who's he's not new to the league. He blocked some shots and... Tyler Cook was getting it done. This guy's going to be on a lot of fantasy radars after last night. Does the six yeah, turnovers I... sort of deter you a little bit from him? Or is it is it just sort of how it played out because he had so much ball in his hands because they went to him? Uh, look, I think there's a few takeaways. He was getting it done in all different areas of the stat sheet. He, he has some nice touch around the rim. He's blocking some shots. He's very, very active. And although Mitch Creek wasn't there, last season, 
Source was there next to Mitch Creek, and those guys coexisted nicely. So I don't think there's a major issue. What really stood out, though, one foul. How often does it take these big guys weeks and weeks to adjust to the league and are plagued by foul trouble and we never get to see their best? One foul, Marcus Lee fouled out in 15 minutes. I got two questions still that stick out to me, and then I'll throw to you guys for final words on this game. I'll go to you, Matrix, first, because you've talked about this player a lot, Jordan Crawford. 3 of 14 shooting, still managed to walk away with uh, 7, 6, and 8 assists. I know we don't get penalized in Supercoach for missed shots. Is it a concern, or do you actually like that he's getting a bit of volume here? No, I'm off him. I'm maybe off the jack jumpers from Supercoach relevancy. I think that they're just too good at sharing the ball to be Supercoach relevant. And... Look, I know that he shot three of 14. The six rebounds and eight assists are great. Uh, The fact that he can rebound the ball and pass the ball well is great. But look, if he's having these three or 14 nights, maybe maybe I take a risk on a double game week for the Jack Jumpers. But realistically, I think I'm going to be looking elsewhere. Same to you, Hammer, before I give you another question. Your thoughts? Yeah, look. Great player. I think the Jack Jump is going to be thereabouts this year. But as always, in, in terms of Supercoach, their pace of play is slow. It limits the possessions, so we aren't getting the same scores. And they share it around, like Matt said. It's, uh, it's, it's all by committee. So it's not really uh, great when it comes to racking up the scores. So the other name that I'm seeing there is T-Rangi. It's 17-3-2. Hammer, you were there. What, what was your vibe and uh, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah, look, Tarangi's a trap. He's, uh, I've been burnt before. I'm, uh, I'm cautious. But World Cup Tarangi, there might be a little bit of carryover. He was, he was looking good. Now, that spot that he's playing, that, that sort of three spot for Southeast Melbourne, who have you got there? You've got, what, Craig Moller? I think he's ahead of him in the depth chart now. Maybe Reese Vague if he slides between the three and four. I think, I think the minutes are there if he wants them. So, depending on the price, maybe. He's only 115K. Um I've just, again, like, I'm just, like, maybe he did the hucker. Can you tell me if he did the hucker before? Because we know before every game that he does the hucker, he just turns into a different beast. Um, can, do you have any film or anything of him doing the hucker? Because Look, be fair, um, if he can do the hucker before here. every game. Yeah. The, the lineup of here was so game, long, Matt. <laughs> I if, if I told you... If I told you that I had footage, I'm not allowed to tell you where I got it from and our cameras wouldn't be able to show you where we got it from. So I nor approve or deny whether I've got footage or not. But look, we um, you sort of answered my question there as well as relevancy. I just want to ask one last question before we move on to the United versus the Bullets. Um, Hammer, you just talked about them, them being a bit of slow play. Does that mean mm. as coaches we need to watch out for our teams who are playing against the Jack Jumpers because – the time or ball in hand or opportunity to get those fantasy or super coach points is going to be a lot less. Is that something you sort of have to watch from a defensive mindset in a way? hundred percent. They're going to slow the pace for both teams. They're going to junk it up and their defense is good. They're going to put you out of what you want to do, which comes into round one playing Perth Wildcats, which we're all pretty high on right now. Beautiful. We move on. i got some massive names here for United versus the Bullets. Before I do, though, if you haven't clicked subscribe, please do. Make sure anyone watching us along on YouTube, click subscribe. It's the best way that you get your most up-to-date information. If you're following us along on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, all those favorite podcasts, make sure you click like and give us a review at the same time. Helping us is what helps you and allows us to bring you all the content. So make sure you click subscribe and get along. 
Hammer, we'll start with you this time. United defeating the Bullets 96 to 92. The big one that jumps off for me is a little bit of Delhi time. Now, we jumped off Delhi before and said he's not relevant. Is he relevant now, or is this one of the biggest traps going around? Look, I, I'm still going to say not relevant. This was this was the outlier. He, he looked good, but is he going to put up 28 points every night? 28 actual points and translated to 32 super coach points. I, not loving it. Yeah, What's and that? I think Delhi's good, but and I think that he'll be good for the United team, but. Like, he played 19 minutes and scored 28. Fantastic. Uh, look, bubble shot 0 of 8. That's not going to happen in too many games. I just think, yeah, look, I love Delhi. Big Delhi fan. Um, King Delhi, first of his name. Um, I, and it's great him just coming back to the NBL to finish his career out. But, yeah, look, I'm not looking to add him. It's actually proves a little bit more that he didn't get those assists or anything like that either. Um yeah, the, it, it actually made me just want him less. <laughs> You're right, mate. But what we did notice from that game, though, and we talked about this on the last pod, Clark, they had their whole guard rotation. So for me, the blitz, more than anything, is about seeing how the minutes are going to be shared out. And for some teams, with guys missing, you're not quite seeing the picture, but the whole guard rotation was there last night for Melbourne. And Clark got it done. And got opportunity. He's going to be be very valuable come come super coach. Before we move on to Matrix Bullets, I've got a I've got one more name that I think is still relevant. There's percentages are there at the same time. Huck Porty, eight, eight, and two. Is is he still on the off list? Yeah. He's out. Nah, I want him. I'm still going to I'm still going to I'm still going to start with Huck Porty. I don't know. Just just his price, what you can get. Like I, I haven't seen your guys' teams, but I know the last time I saw your teams, you both had Gak from Southeast Melbourne. Well, he's definitely off the list. I'm just going to want to find a guy like this that I can add. Look, yes, Sar is a better better thing, but is having 170. Like, I would love to have Tyler Cook, but he's 100K more. I just can't do it to start until my prices start going up and I can start getting these bit better players. So Yeah, look. You're entitled to your wrong opinion, Matrix, but um, <laughs> Porty, he was better. He's still not where you need to be for a starting centre. He, eight, eight points, eight boards, got Vickermond again. Like, I was telling you during the week, I went back through the whole of Melbourne United's box scores for last season. 23 occasions, they had a guy who was one field goal or two rebounds short of a double-double. Vickermond hates Supercoach. He hates fantasy, and he's going to do everything he can to screw your team over. So, buyer beware, Huck Porty's off. Yeah, Hashtag I think fuck the- Vickerman. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is why we put three people on the pod, so we can get a little bit more more disagreements, and uh, but we can also have a tiebreaker. I'm off Huck Porty at the moment. I'm going to start doing a lot more research into what these break-even prices mean and what scores we need to start getting. But I think there's more value and more price rise, even with his low price. Um, in some other players, for sure. So I'm off him at the moment, but uh, we'll see you as the last laugh. Speaking of, we move on to your bullets. I'm going to leave the three-player question to the end. I think a couple to start with you, Matrix, though, off the top of some of the notes here. Two points. Bullets, are super coach relevant? Yes, no. Bannon is a must-own. 6, 10, and 3 in 17 minutes. His, his jersey's in the mail. Um, I can't <laughs> wait for it to arrive. 
That's that's it. That's all, that's all I got. Seventeen I... minutes, ten rebounds, six points. I tell you what, and the guy just looks like a hustler. He looks like a good version of Matrix out there. <laughs> a much better wow. version. Wow, <laughs> that was all just going so well until your final line, and that's uh, we'll go. We'll, we'll go. I, you know what? I got nowhere to go other than ask the next question, the hammer, which is DJ Mitchell. Is he a mid-price trap? DJ Mitchell is a trap full stop. I think Bannon is rumoured to be the starter and he's proving why he should be after last night. That's a, a huge points per minute output, yeah? Yeah. I I know you sent me a text about this one, Matrix, so I've got to throw it to you. Mr. Rocco himself, what do you like and what do you see? But is it SC relevant? Nah, I don't think he's going to get the minutes in the regular season. I'll tell you what, the man looked good. Oh, fuck, he's huge. I just <laughs> He doesn't even need to jump to hit the rim. Look like me playing on my kid's basketball hoop in the in the bottom thing. It And it goes up to my uh, hip. Is this something we're going to have to get used to, that you're going to find a way to throw yourself into every comparison of every player that we throw throughout today's uh, podcast? Is that what's happening? Yeah, look, I've actually got the uh, the haircut of uh, Chris Smith going on at the moment. So uh... you, just, you just found a way to compare yourself to a seven-foot beast. <laughs> and we're both the same color too. <laughs> Oh, that's a long bow. <laughs> I think I think this next one is a question for Hammer, but I think it's actually going to be a question to both of you. But I'll start with Hammer. Sobi, Chris Smith, or Shannon Scott. Um, if you had to pick one, who do you want on your team? This is tough. I was very, very high on Shannon Scott, and I still am. I, I think he's. Outside of Supercoach, I think he's the difference that's going to make the Bullets successful. I think he's going to unlock Sobin. He's going to unlock Chris Smith. But from what I saw the other night, Chris Smith is is their guy. The the stroke, the, the efficiency, the, the scorer's mentality, I think the new Supercoach scoring system fits him perfectly. Um, yeah, he's he's going to do some things. And they've got a strong schedule. I, I agree with you. Um... I think Shannon Scott makes both Sobey and Chris Smith better. So you're going to be essentially choosing between Sobey and Chris Smith. The f- oh, mate, Chris Smith just looks so good. And like, but he can't shoot 70% from three every night. And I know we said that the other week when he did that the other game. But look right now, if you're riding the hot hand, double game week, Chris Smith looks like somebody I want in my team. Staying on Brisbane though, a cheaper option uh, Isaac White, any thoughts there? He came up big again. Yeah, like maybe just being out there, he got to be part of the rotation. I do wonder if Sobey's minutes are going to jump up to closer to that 30 minutes a night once the regular season comes in. Like the Bullets don't need to see how Sobey plays. The Bullets probably don't really need to see too much from Shannon Scott. Like, they know he's a gun. They know he's going to initiate the offense. I wonder if they were just giving Norton and Isaac White a bit more of a run. But if he can get 15 to 17 minutes a night, I think Isaac White could be an option uh, for your bench only. Yeah. We're at the halfway point of our four Blitz games. So I just want to make a mention again of those supporters who are supporting us. Thank you to uh, the Standard Squeeze. Make sure you use the Inside 15 promo code to make sure you get 15% off your 
Standard Squeeze Goods, and also Ryan and Hammond from Astute in Newstead. Make sure you hit up Ryan and let him know that the boys from and get all your financial needs taken care of. We move on to the Breakers versus the 76ers, 101, defeating the Adelaide 36ers by, uh, to 75. I'll throw to you, Matrix, first. Is it massive alarm bells for the 36ers, players like Flowers having seven turnovers? And also, you've got Franklin there, 8-3-3 three, and three with four turnovers in 25 minutes. I actually thought the 36ers might be all right with the, with the way that they've um, structured their team. But I'll tell you what, Wiley looked average. Franklin looked average. Flowers looked average. Mate, I don't want... 36 is in my team, basically, even with a couple of double game weeks to start up with. Um, I was high on Franklin because I thought that he's going to get the opportunity. He's going to shoot some shots, but what it, I, I moved, spoiler alert, I moved Flowers out of my team. Like after seven, after 14 negative stats, even at 115K, I don't care whether he's starting or not. He's just maybe just not up to it yet. What do you think, Hammer? Yeah, look, I watched the coverage today and it came up with the starting lineups at the start. And I thought, Wiley at the four, Humphreys at the five, this is looking better. And unfortunately, right. that was where it peaked for me. They were awful. The whole Flowers experiment, let, let's call time of death. It's, it's over. Like, this guy is not a point guard's asshole. Like, every point guard on the other team is targeting him. He can't get the ball over halfway. He's not reminding me of what they're saying. He's, he's no LaMelo Ball. He's no Josh Giddy. He's a dressed-up Brian Bowen from Sydney three years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I think I think it's a massive talking point. I think I think the big one, though, is it's hard to look past the guy who's 115K that's going to get good minutes. Yes, he's going to have some negative stats. I think it's going to be tough for people to say no to that, especially with the double-double game week um, to get things kicked off. That's going to be the challenge. But look, they're starting to pop up with some value even at that 69K. And I think we're going to see that in some of our teams. I think it's going to be a tricky one with the schedule though. You're, I mean, he, Hammer, you got something to say there. Is he going to get good court time though? Like how long can you stick with this? It's not working. Here's a prediction. He's like a sh- Here's a prediction. Yeah. And, and I take it with a grain of salt because a, a broken clock's right twice a day. But let's say they get rid of uh, Franklin. He's not cutting the mustard. Send him home. Six rounds time. Big sources back. Tyler Cook's in the country. Adelaide signed Tyler Cook. We got some balance again. Stays super coach relevant. Mm. Mark this down. 18 minutes 30 into this episode. It's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout at all. I mean, we've seen it done before. We've seen it done many times before. This is a business. Imports are getting sent home quicker if they're not cutting the mustard and picking up other players that move across pretty quickly. So it's not a bad shout at all. I think being an next star, they'll give it to him. But I just think that they'll give Kadee the minutes when it matters because Kadee is good, essentially. He was great today. He Mm. He had 23 super coach points. The other bright spark, the other shining light out of this whole shit show today was Isaac Humphreys. 34 super coach points and looks dominant and healthy for once. How much is He's, he? How much is he? Uh, 250s. Let, let me have a look at my team real quick. Um, yeah, 250. <laughs> He's jumped on the bandwagon. I love, I love, oh, yeah. Hammer, Hammer can vouch for this as well. Now, normally everyone who's listening along, we normally just jump in here. We've got notes, we talk and stuff, but we jump in maybe two minutes before the pod, quick chat, and then we move on. 
Matrix jumps in and goes, boys, no spoilers. Can't wait to just show you my team and all the changes. You've just dropped about five names already within but, the first but 20 did I, minutes. But did I, did I see your reaction? Because that's yeah, what I wanted. And I wanted nah, that good. court. <laughs> oh, nah, very good. Uh, we move on, guys. I'm assuming no other words to go there. We move to the Wildcats versus uh, the Cairns Taipans, 102 to 95. The headline that we see is Cotton Stars with a bit of support from Saar and Usher. Is that just going to be the headline for 2023-24 season? I'll go to you. I'll go to you, Hammer. <laughs> I want your intro music again. I'm, I'm not coming without yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, look, that's, that headline is going to play year long. They may as well just pre-print the, the paper for the rest of the season. That's what else is going to happen in Perth if they're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I look, I mean, is he, so Cotton's just got to be the lock for week one. I think a lot of us are looking to maybe downgrade him in week two, but week one, he's got to be your captain, uh, throw it on him. He's the one that's going to give you those confidence points. Um, Usher is the other one that just people, I don't think will find a way to get him in the team just yet, but clearly Sars a starting forward or starting center in nearly 100% of teams or delete app. Matrix? Yeah, look, I'm a big, big Sar fan. Obviously, as you guys know, um, I think as Pinder gets more involved, maybe we're going to see a little bit less from Saar. Um, 13, 8, and 4 today. Look, he was good, but I think that's probably a bit more in line with what we're expecting, not those yep. big 26, 10, and 6 blocks. But look, I like Usher. I do wonder whether it's not sustainable for the season, but the Perth Wildcats are class team they are going to be there and thereabouts every year um look bryce cotton needs a sidekick usher seems to be it more so than you know it's not one of the webster boys or anything like that but you bring up a good name that i wanted to talk about now i think we have a nice healthy balance in the show yes super coach is our number one point that we need to talk about but we're also going to talk nbl so a little bit of nbl question the Webster brothers are a handy duo for the Wildcats, and I think they're going to come in very handy for them this season. Hammer, your thoughts? I don't love them. Really? No. no. I thought Corey was great last year. I think Ty takes more away than what he brings sometimes. It's, uh, I don't know. The, the price is right, but he's, he's up and down. The, the consistency hasn't been there the last two years in Perth. Okay. It's good. I like it. Your thoughts, Matty? Yeah, maybe if he did the hucker before the game, he might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, Hammer, what's your thoughts on the Taipans? We had an interesting stat there. I know uh, Armstrong's popping up, and we had a little interesting conversation about there. Armstrong's popping up in a few teams at the moment, got a high percentage. Yeah. Um, what sure. else are you seeing in Cairns, or, or what's your little backstory there to Armstrong? Yeah, look, he's he's going to be great. He's in my team. It has been since day one. The price is right. The opportunity is going to be there. But... I was saying before, this guy's from some serious pedigree. Like, growing up as a Tassie boy, his family were basketball royalty. You know, he's, the Armstrong brothers playing for Northwest Tasmania, you know, led the league with 37 points a game or something one year in the, in the Siebel, which is now NBL1 South. Like, this hasn't happened by mistake. Like, this guy was born to be doing this stuff. And I think I'm going to, despite the schedule and, and, and the donuts, I think I'll be riding this, this guy for most of the year. Yeah, nice. Your thoughts, Matty? Anyone else at Cairns that's sticking out for you? Oh no, I just I just want to hop on the Taron Armstrong circle jerk. Um, look, he's <laughs> six foot five, just looks absolutely fucking huge out there. His vision was great. Like what I got to see from Taron Armstrong, like he just passes the ball well, 
He just plays plays fantastically. He just looks like a guy. Like he passes the eye test, hundred percent as well. But how are you going to tie him back to you? That's what I'm waiting for, <laughs> mate. I tell you what, if I got a bowl cut and I was six inches taller, I could look like Taron Armstrong. I'll take it. I tell you what, I'm I'm more just concerned on how how many times in an episode or how many consecutive episodes we can mention the phrase "circle jerk" before we get a tap on the shoulder from YouTube. But anyways, anyways, we we move on, guys, because this is this is where we get into a bit of back and forth when we talk about where our teams have changed since the last time we've had an episode. Um, look again, I told you we only have minimal prep before we get into it. Do we have Hammer's team, or do we need Hammer just to speak to it? Look, Hammer can just speak to it. Yeah, speak I'll to you your team, mate. Gax out. Travers is uh, borderline. I'm, I'm not so much sold anymore. Cotton's a lock. Sars a lock. Armstrong's a lock. Bit of work to do this week. A lot of questions getting answered at the Blitz and a lot more coming up. We can't just brush past that. That was probably one of the quickest brush passes, a very strong statement there. I want to get your reason and then I want to get Matrix and then we'll move on to my team. But we cannot brush past that. You've just said... Travers is a possible drop out of your team at some point. You're not sold. Tell me why, and tell me why 34% of the nation are wrong. Thanks, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> That's a lot of people who are, who are wrong, isn't it? Um, look, I, I've been sold on Travers since day one. Love the versatility. I only just Love got that. Guy. Sorry. I finally just <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Continue. Sorry, Hammer. Look, man, I just think a possible downgrade on Travers, save some cash and put it back in that center position. I think I think what he's doing is good, but it hasn't been incredible. And I could probably get that same value with maybe a uh, an Ian Clark or something and, and have enough cash to upgrade at center. Cool. Matty? So... I've been toying with it because I'm also not that high on him. Um, but I just think double game week to start. At this stage, I'm sitting there with him, but I do have enough money to just go to 277K. And if there's going to be any changes to my team, that could be it. So, All right, we'll move on to my team. It's quick as well. I'm going to present it for those that are watching along on YouTube. Hopefully technology doesn't let us down. Uh, the boys can tell me that that's up. Um, you can see there for me. So I've got, I had Ian Clark in there down before and and look, I'm going to talk to it to the moment. I've put Smith in there now after his performance and sort of what we've been talking about through this podcast as well. I'm starting to look at what I'm doing as the schedule goes on and not have too many guys in there that I know I'm going to trade out in week two, regardless of what happens. So I am going to trade Cotton and downgrade him in week two. Like that's just going to happen before the schedule picks up. Brisbane have one game in week one and then they go straight into a double-double game week. They then have one game and then I think they have another double game week after that. So there's every chance that you could hold on to a Bullets player for quite some time. So for me, I think Smith slots in really nicely into that guard position where a Cotton then I can downgrade him to maybe like an Adams and I can I can make some moves from there. The moves that I did do though, I have been listening to you, Hammer. You've sold me. I've moved Henschel up into that forward position on the bench, which allowed me to move Albrich into that um, center bench position. Again, I'm not sold on Flowers as well. It's one that I'll be watching. Um, and that leaves me 55,000 still to play with at the moment, which will allow me to make some moves as we go forward. Because I can see myself using one of the boosts 
um, and making sure that I have all the value players come round two who are going to make their move in, uh, in, or I should say week two, are going to make their move in round three. So that's my change at the moment, but I don't mind your call of looking at Travers, throwing Smith up there and possibly even bringing Ian Clark back down to that guard position because I'm happy with what they're producing. I like it. Sounds good, man. Do you want me to bring my screen up? Yeah, let me get rid of that one. Cool. Wow, I got you guys down to like three words each. That was pretty good. I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, I think I think I I appreciate Hammers. I like it. I know Matrix just doesn't give a shit because he just wants to put his team up and go. Look at my team, everybody. Let's talk about it. So I could, that was like the biggest kid. Like I don't care what's happening. It's my turn now. Let's go. Like yeah, like, yeah. You're gonna have to talk like... through it because my eyes aren't that good. But I'm working out a little bit of what's going on. This is taking Look, shape. Basically... I like it. Yeah, basically, I've still got Travis sitting there, even though I do have the flexibility to go to a 277K guy. I need Cotton to start off with. Um, I just liked what, like, if Adelaide aren't that good, Humphreys is going to be that stagnant piece. The only concern, as Hammer mentioned earlier, is injury. Um, it still allows me to get, like, a little mid-price guy in Huck Porty there, which I'm a bit more comfortable with than, like, a Lockie Ulbrich. Um, I will be watching Lockie Ulbrich quite closely, um, which he can slot in where Henshaw is at the moment. But I just hate Illawarra's draw to start the year. Um, Mitch Creek concerns me not starting, you know, but like realistically, does a guy of Mitch Creek's pedigree really need to play much um, preseason basketball? Look, honestly, he doesn't really need to. He just needs to go out and perform when the time is right. And, um, Isaac White, honestly, for his price, I couldn't find a 69K guy. If it looks like Henshaw's going to get a bit more opportunity than Isaac White, then maybe I move Henshaw down and everything and just move my guys around. But I'm pretty happy with the way things are looking right now. So, Yeah, I would be too. That looks good. I think the Blitz, it really is about narrowing down your team and, and really answering some questions and, and we played early on with the Southeast Melbourne backcourt. And I think it's, the Blitz has ruled them out for me. That's, mm. I don't know how those two point guards are going to coexist. There's, they're both not playing as well as they should. So Cotton is, he has to be your starter, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Cotton's got to be the starter 100%. I think the big one I'm looking at there, and, and you, you're spot on. I think you're right that Saar... Uh, just puts up those kind of numbers like he did today, which I'm okay with those types of numbers. They might drop a little bit, especially in the rebound areas if Pinder gets a few more minutes and things like that. But yeah, looking at a Humphreys might be a big one for me. So I'll be watching him closely as this sort of goes on to see whether I've got to put a bit more money into that center position. But yeah, that looks solid. That wasn't, mate, that wasn't that outrageous. Wasn't that outrageous. You, you didn't go and have a Magne sitting in your team like you did before or something. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, Magne was one of the changes. Him not playing is probably a really good one. But I was like, I was just short of anyone. And like just going someone like Isaac White and getting Henshaw in. And then, of course, if I do need the upgrade a little bit down, like I can always just, I suppose, add someone like Lockie Ulbrich or I can go Henshaw to Lockie Ulbrich once the... um. I suppose the draw opens up for Illawarra because Illawarra aren't a bad option. They're just a bad option round one. They're a good option in round six. So, yeah, let's just see what happens. But your man, Saar, like, you keep talking him down like he hasn't done much. Like, today's game, that translated to 36 super coach points. 
Yeah. Which would have probably led any game if Bryce Cotton didn't come out and drop 53. Like, I think I've come, I've done a 180. I'm the SAR hype man now, and you're, you're like trying to put the cold water on it. Mate, he's been, he's been in my team for three weeks. Just fucking get on my level. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is old news. I, I told everyone to get him weeks ago. Like, hop on, toot toot, hop on the train. I tell you what, you're in the last fucking carriage at this Ollie, point. You're still in the Ollie Wines toot toot. Mickey <laughs> Dell is going to be all over that one. Don't you dare touch his toot toot. Leave that for Ollie Wines, albeit he had a stinker in the AFL on the weekend. But, mate, it's good. This is good chat. I think Sar's the right man to move forward. I think we've got to look at that balance going into round one. I think it's good. <laughs> we're, at, we're at that point where this is when you start saying, did we get a little bit chatty? We're getting a little bit chatty. Pull it in, Matrix. All right, pull it in. I'm going to do a little bit of a circle round. I'm going to go to you, Hammer, first. Any final words, mate, or any absolute gems to leave us off? Look, the only thing that we haven't touched on is Parker Jackson Cartwright from New Zealand. Dropped 40 super coach points today. Looked incredible, albeit with no Will McDowell-White. But I'm just trying to find a way for New Zealand's schedule to come good so I can jump on this bloke. Yeah, I think that is the reason we've glossed over New Zealand. Um, like, I know mm. you're a massive Cam Glidden fan, uh, 19 in, in 12 minutes today. But, yeah, it's just, like, so hard to talk about New Zealand. Like, we may as well do a New Zealand preseason pod in, like, round five because mm. that's when they become super coach relevant. Yeah. Shout out Cam Glidden. That's my guy. <laughs> it's going to be one of those ones for us to watch too and watch where their price changes leading into that point of time as well, which I think will be a big one. So, you know, has someone not performed in those first couples and their price has dropped and their break-evens in a, in a poor spot, but they're maybe the guy to bring in. I mean, there's so much to talk about as we go through this season, 100%. But you're right. I think we'll probably do a podcast soon, albeit maybe a short one, to talk about the schedule, to make sure everybody's prepared for what that looks like so you can understand why we're brushing over some players. Um, but kid us not, guys. We'll make sure we give you all the information. When is the time to bring them in? When is the time to drop them? Even we're talking about dropping a cotton because it's just the right thing to do based on schedule. It's not all about NRL and AFL where you keep these players for a whole season because they're your number one primo. You have to move them in and out at the right time. So, yeah, it's a really good point. Maddie, your final words, mate? No, no. For, for once, I have nothing. But I think maybe having a look at Tyler Cook um, – Look, uh, two double game weeks in a row, mate. It's got to be tempting. I've like he is forward eligible as well, uh, which I really like. It just gives you a bit of flexibility. Um, we have say that centers have sort of, I suppose, if we're talking video game chat, centers have got nerfed a little bit this year. Um, in the double doubles, just not being worth as much as what we think. But if Tyler Cooks is involved as he was uh, yesterday, I'm. I think I'm going to find a way to get him in my team. And Luke Travis is probably the expense. Yeah. So we found a way for a circle jerk. We found a way to bring in a 2K reference. We found a way to relate Matthew O'Brien to 17 NBL players. What kind of what more does everybody want? If you haven't subscribed, make sure you click subscribe. Follow us on all your social media platforms as well. Until next guy, until next time, guys, this has been an absolute pleasure. This has been the Inside Fantasy Sport Podcast, NBL edition. Peace out.